Hey, Queen, why the long face? Dun-dun-dunce. Um, yeah, uh, why the long face? So, uh, guys, um, I don't know. I sounded okay in the Pareidolia episode, right? Yeah. No slurring. I felt there might have been when like, Sebastian no, man, Florida. Didn't much to drink. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, guys, uh, got that uh, got that little Bell's palsy going. So um, the droopy face happened, and uh, kind of sucked. Uh, sucks because I'm still in it. Um, but yeah, that happened. That happened. So uh, that is a long face. Uh, how are you doing? I am great. I am. Uh, I know that <laughs> you're about to go on your way to Arcane. Sad that I can't go to the Arcane uh, episode with you. Uh, Laura and I are about to hop on a plane. We are going to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. We are going to Indiana. Going to go uh, see the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. Uh, it's the that's awesome though. Yeah, it's the biggest one in the country. It's, it's like so much history. It's one of the oldest ones. Um, and you're only gone for a day. Yeah, like that's it. Yeah, like that's insane. So with travel thirty six hours. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool though. So yeah, it's the little weekend getaways that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Weekend getaway. Where are you going? Indianapolis. Yeah, right. So I think it's awesome. No, I in the I, middle of winter. I would never think I'm banging everything. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, I would never think Indianapolis. I've never been thought of it, but as we travel all the time, Jillian and I love to travel. We have to like so. Um, Children's Museum. Any other thoughts? Like anything besides that? I mean, you don't have much time. But... No, no. Uh, so our friend Anna, she's from there. It's a so Fishers is where she's from, and it's right outside Indianapolis. So it's I don't know. It would be like going from uh, Orlando to, I guess, like maybe Disney kind of thing. Like Orlando proper to Disney. It's not that far. So Uh, anybody who's seen the Florida Project is going, oh, right around the corner. I kid. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So we're going to do that. So we're going up there, staying uh, with Anna, a bunch of us. For the night. Yeah. Some friends and I are some friends of ours. We're all going up there as a group of us, about five, and going to see everything that the place has to offer and then flying right back cool uh we had the i think it's gonna be awesome actually i think it's interesting like a 36 hour trip i think jillian and i would pull our hair out but i'm excited to see you super light about to weird i'll see you in 48 hours to do the outro and then hear how it went um and then i i I find it funny that i'm going to largo where i've never been um i guess maybe we have i don't know largo when it comes to so guys let's tampa Mm-hmm. This is Tampa to Largo is like Orlando to Disney. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm really thinking that's so the same thing. So many people thing. that are from, so. you know, Clearwater, St. Pete, Largo. Yeah. yeah. If they say that to anyone from Central Florida, it's like, okay. But anyone outside of that, yeah. like a little hour and a half, yeah. it's like, I'm from Tampa. So we went to uh, Hidden Springs to say hi to our friends over there. Uh, uh, and just what the hell? Why not go to Arcane? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, they had the donut release. So we're going to talk about that today. Mm-hmm. See how that went on Saturday. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to finally sit down with these guys. I, I get it. Finally, when I talk to Joe and Dan, um, trying to getting this all set up, how busy they are, that it's only the two of them running the show. So when I go there today, I'm anxious to see the two of them running the show. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to drive out there. Uh, have a safe flight. Thank you. Yeah, have the best time. Yeah. And then uh, when I get back, I'll let you know everything about it. Uh, We'll drink some beers, uh, hopefully from them. And then, uh, yeah, we'll shoot the shit when we get back. So great. All right. Going to Largo. So is this how we stay thin when we are uh, brewing beer and drinking beer all day? And and just not taking time to eat. Yeah. Okay, so yogurt, yogurt and granola. I got to learn how to do that because, um, so 
usually I like to do the break break the ice. Um, and this one, I think we have that with Bell's palsy. But uh, yeah, right? you know, yeah. we, could, we could actually say that. Um, and it is official. I don't think I've said anything yet. But by th- by the time this releases, I think the whole all our listeners and everybody will know. Yeah, because we're starting to do video. And, I, I, and I've always been worried about putting my face out there just because it's not a face I think everybody wants to see. And I'm very, I'm always behind the camera. But I'm like, okay, fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's put my face out there. And, uh, of course, I get Bell's palsy the week that we are about to announce <laughs> it. I'm like, great. But everybody says, you look normal. Okay, normal. So we'll, we'll keep it at that. But, uh, so, yeah, so, uh, Joe, you had Bell's palsy. You, you've had that. Um, yeah. Yeah, had that go. When was this? When was this? When, when did you get yours? Uh, Dan and I were visiting Asheville. Uh, what year was it, Dan? I don't know, it was three or maybe four years ago. Yeah, probably, so really? Yeah, before the kid was born, so it had to be about four years ago. Yeah, yeah. really, huh? Yeah. Four years ago. I had it 20 years ago, like 18 years ago, and then, surprise, but it was on the left side. I think you had the left side. I think so, The most yeah. common is left side, and then this right side, I don't know. I don't know. I have to wear my hoodie all the time, no wind, anything like that, doctor's orders. It's crazy. Like, it was crazy. Uh, I'm never going to tell the story. I know I told you guys the story earlier. I don't know if I could tell the ER story ever. To, like, it's just like, that's insane. That's in, just don't get the flu, everybody. Don't get the flu. Also, um, an icebreaker. What I want to do is uh, anytime that anybody's ever worked with, um, with Hidden Springs or done anything with Hidden Springs, uh, if there's going to be an icebreaker, there has to be. Oh, jeez. Yep. Smearing off ices. I think that's the first time they've ever their name has ever been brought up. So um, you guys have been iced. Do we have to drink this as fast as Ian? Oh shit! How fast does he drink? That dude. This bottle just. I think he drinks the entire bottle. I'm not even. He just swallows the bottle. He's just like (laughs) doesn't even open. But uh, yeah. So there's the icebreaker. Actually, what's shocking is I have not been iced yet by them. Which I'm not saying let's open that door ever. Uh, I think please. You just did. I did. <laughs> yeah. I could edit that because I have the power to, I won't. But um, it was 81 Bay that actually got me. Because really? they, yeah, they were like, you've never been iced. I was like, no. They, oh, well, they did the whole, oh, we have a beer for you that you haven't tried yet. And as soon as I realized it's in a pocket, yeah. I went, no. And I was like, shit, it was too late. It was yeah. too late. No, so, nobody keeps whales in their pocket. Yeah, yeah, not at all. It's oh. like, that's a big bomber in there. Yeah. And you're probably, or you're happy like to should, see me. We should jam a uh, Jolly Rancher in this bad boy. There you go. Make it. I'll choke to death on that thing. It, make it a Hidden Springs official or some, uh, if you have any Gatorade powder or anything like that, you could put it in there. <laughs> so. Unfortunately, no. We <laughs> need those Hidden Boys for that. Yeah, I'm watching. Are these twist offs? These should be twist offs, right? Is that the is that the Either special I thing? Suck at it, or okay. I was told too. It was like, oh, you, I, I was grabbing. Yeah. Re- okay, good. All right. Um, here, I will sip something. So, what am I drinking? That is the. Rye, oh, so this is the. That's a rye barrel. This is the bottle release uh, that was Saturday, right? No, so, that will, no. that's oh. coming. Oh soon. no, coming soon uh, in coming a soonish. Yeah, in a in a Arcane Aleworks brewery near you. That's so right. here, guys. Cheers. Okay. Good luck. Actually, I should talk while you're drinking. Actually, I'll be the commentator. All right, Joe's winning this easily. It's just, oh, no, wait. Dan's catching up, and uh, Joe's around third. He's looking out. He's done. As Dan. There you are, too. All right, my sip. Oh, God. It's so cold. Actually, that's, okay. I kept it cold enough for you guys? Damn it, you did. Really? It was cold? Okay, good. Ooh. Well, there you go. That, that was... took 10 seconds longer than Ian. <laughs> that's... Yeah. That guy is impressive. I, I heard that I did very well. I heard when I did my first one, it was just like, I've never tasted Smirnoff Ice. 
and that was two Mondays ago, my first time ever doing it, and it was. Yeah, that's uh, that's the first one I've had in at least fifteen years. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Shit, sorry for <laughs> me to do that to <laughs> no, you. He just I'm had sorry. a Zima yesterday, though. But <laughs> yeah, that's his first Smirna. You just cheated on Zima. I apologize. Yeah, so. I'm gonna lose all my endorsements. Yeah. So um, let's let's get into who, where we are, and everything like that. We got we did we did a few icebreakers. Bell Bell's palsy and start <laughs> off ice. How to start off an episode? <laughs> but I'm at, I'm at Arcane. This is my first time here. Shocking, really Welcome. shocking. Welcome. Thank you. Where am I? So I used to live in Tampa, and I'm driving around, and I'm realizing it could tell me to go Largo this way. I'm gonna I could go to Clear uh, Clearwater that way. But where where are we? Where is Arcane? We're in in the heart of Largo, Florida. Okay. Uh, East Bay Drive and Starkey, right where Starkey turns into Keene, mid, mid Pinellas County. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Almost engulfed by Clearwater because Clearwater has the strangest city boundaries, but technically Clearwater yeah. north of us, Dunedin north of us, and we're just north of St. Pete. Okay. So we are close to Dunedin, like, I guess, how far is Dunedin? What would, what would be Fif the closest? 15 minutes from oh, okay. Dunedin, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And that's excellent to have. Trust me, that was the first thing I did. I just let it all. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, I'm surprised. I think we did get it on video. My belch after I was like, da, 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 da. I'm like, that was the worst crystal light I've ever had in my life. And all of a sudden, you just hear me go. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's out. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Dan's got it. Jeez, so, um, so where did this come from? Who's, whose idea was Arcane, and uh, how how did we all come together to make this happen? It's Dan's fault. I tell everybody, Dan, it's Dan's fault. Dan, explain uh, this. I don't. Know, me and Joe were. Uh, and we've been friends for a long time. We were roommates for a couple years, and uh, when we were living together, Joe still lives there at the house. Uh, yeah. I saw a homebrew kit in the uh, in the back of a magazine. Said, "Cool, I didn't know you can do that. We're gonna do it." <laughs> well, then, okay. Where are you originally from then? Where where was where was hometown? Uh, I, I we moved down here. When I was a kid. This is home. Okay. I was in Louisville. Okay. As a young child, but yeah, I've been here for thirty years. So, All right. Yeah. And then um, yes, we brewed, brewed some beer at the house. Didn't brew another batch for about a year, and then after that, that uh, the bug really kicked in. And a few months later, we were brewing pretty much every week. And, nice. Uh, I always tell the story we were brewing all the time, and we'd joke like, "Ha ha, we should open a brewery." And there just kept being one less ha on the laugh every time. Right. Eventually, there was there was no more laughter. It's like we should open a brewery. Like, yeah, we should open a brewery. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we just took it from there, and you know, went from from the hobby and passion to a life focus. And, nice. Yeah. All right, and Joe, how about you? Uh, where are you from? Where's home uh, town? No Northern Indiana. Okay. I moved down here beginning of 2001. Okay. Uh, I think I was just under 21. We were probably we were probably about 20 or something when I moved down here. I met Dan, who was one of the first dudes I met down here. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, my oldest, longest friend in Florida for sure. I love hearing that. Yeah. That's one thing we always say on this podcast is family. When you when you hang out with a brewery long enough, or you, actually not even long enough, the second you sit down, you realize the family is there, and that's what has to happen. The community has to happen, but family within the tap room and the brewery sure, is so yeah. important. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so beer's great, but uh, beer's meaningless if there's no community. Thank you. you know? Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that I've never sat and drank a beer by myself, no, but that's sure. not what it's about. Yeah. You know, that's not what we do. It. It's not. If we just wanted to do that, we'd still just be at home mm -hmm. brewing home and drinking brewing. ourselves, but. Yeah, the people are really what makes the difference. Uh, the community is, I don't know, it's a special community. You don't, yeah. you don't see it really in much else. I can't think of any other industry that's that's like this. Yeah, so. I, I just got off the phone with a, like a co-partner of mine of something we're building, and it was just kind of saying, yeah, like this is such, I've never seen it. I've been in film my whole 20-something year, 20 years now I've been in film, and I've done music, and it's not 
like this. I'm so proud of beer. I really am. Yeah. So yeah, and it's been awesome that just everybody, how they connect and we'll definitely get into community uh, soon. Uh, so yeah, first homebrew we brewed. Do you remember what it was? Oh, brown ale, probably. Yeah, English brown it's ale. Like it is. It yeah. always is that. That was the, I mean, Newcastle was the beer that got me off of me too. light beers. So okay, yeah, that was a a a favorite back then. It still is. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't ever seem to want to sell for us, so we don't brew them as much. <laughs> <laughs> probably not a it's not, not a sexy beer right now, but so delicious. Yeah, and um, and Guinness Guinness. I I was drinking. I used to hate Guinness, and then one day I had a Guinness at a pub, and I was like, this is delicious, and. Uh, and we drank a lot of brown ales and started brewing brown ales and a lot of stouts and milk stouts. Yeah, for, yeah me learning what a Guinness was, uh, well, it's funny you say this because Newcastle was my go-to when I'd go to the, the English pubs to watch Liverpool play and I would have a, uh, I'd have a Newcastle in each half. And then I went into uh, Snake Bites. I, I don't know what it was, not Snake Bites, but um, shit, what was it called? It's a Guinness with cider. And so I was doing that for a long time. A uh, black velvet, black velvet. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing those for a while, and I never knew what a Guinness was on its own for years, years. And then finally, someone's like, "Oh, here's just a Guinness," and I was like, "Shit, I need my cider with it." And I, <laughs> I was like, "This is a weird." I killed it. I actually, and I, I, I guess I enjoyed it. I was like, "Okay," I was like, "It's interesting," but yeah, yeah, it always had to have a cider in it. And then just skipped all the other beers and went straight into craft beer. Yeah. Went into it. You ever have a yeah. you ever have a black ice? No. Smear that ice and Guinness? No, just Guinness. That's <laughs> Next it. time I That's fucking it. see you, buddy, you're trying to drink one of those fuckers. There it is. I want to do that. I'll just be like, get a big-ass pint glass and just be like a growler. We'll put it in a growler and just watch me chug the whole thing. So we're home brewing. Uh, what year was this? So you're moving in in 2001 down here. So you guys, instant friends. Uh, how, long, like how long until we start home brewing? When did you have your knee injury? I feel like Dan hurt his um, knee. And- it was a about a year and a half before my son was born. He's almost nine, so it's been close to 11 years. Holy shit, okay. 10, 10 or 11 years since the very first batch, um, which was not good. It was, uh, yeah, was, it was a poor start, but we, we made it through. The, uh, you know, a lot of people start with the joy of homebrewing, mm-hmm. one of those books, and yeah. that's what I had. And uh, when it was time to ferment it, it said, ferment in a, in a dark place. And I said, sweet, there's a nice dark place right over here. Between this dryer and this water heater, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, missed, missed the part about temperature control. Yep. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a little fusily. It was a little hot. It was a little not awesome. Thankfully, we had a third roommate, and he drank about half of it. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll Joe drink anything. Yeah. He's like, no, this is great. I think it's awesome. But like, it's because you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the second batch, which was another brown, basically the same recipe, tweaked a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, that one actually was really, that's actually, I feel like the brown ale we've been chasing ever since. I mean, it was just because we loved it so much then. It's because we melted half a plastic spoon in it, like a big ass ladle spoon. (laughs) Like, where'd the rest of the spoon go? Like, it's in the beer. (laughs) It's delicious, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get that acid taste, you're like, but somebody's gonna drink it, someone is. What was the first beer you guys felt comfortable with that you said, okay, this, this is something that we could give not only to the roommate, but hey, let's, we made enough of it. Let's pass out bottles to so-and-so and so-and-so. Uh, was there a beer? That, that second voucher. Yeah, brown, you know, that's no what shit. We, did with okay. it. we went camping uh, up in the Ocala National Forest, actually the place where I got married. Ah, oh, that's uh, awesome. I had not been not married at that point, but we had. Right. Like your parents, were your parents there for that one? Maybe. I don't think my parents weren't there, but there was family there. <laughs> oh, we, we took beer there a couple of times, so it's hard to say. Yeah, we did, but 
we had it in a bunch of big gross bottles, handed it out to everybody there. And yeah. I know Mikey was there. Brother Mike? No, Mike Nichols is up there with us. Yeah. He'll drink anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, back then we all did, you know, we were drinking Miller Lite and stuff. So. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, every, you know, and it's your friends and family, and everybody says they love it, and that's and that's great, and you take it with a grain of salt, but we really liked it too. Good. And, you know, and the, we did feel comfortable, I feel like, to give it to everybody. And that was, you know, the response to that was kind of a, an impetus to start brewing more and, mm-hmm. and, and keep with it. And so that's probably the, uh, the first one that uh really proud of and and how's family support uh opening a brewery this is never easy so we have loved ones we have love i here we have kids yeah. so you dan oh, yeah. you're married uh yeah. joe how about you yep baby mama and a, and a, a three-year-old in about a week so okay oh okay uh february baby okay my dad okay. is i was like everybody knows in a january my wife me too many people to list. I think the whole month of January, everybody found out we know people with birthdays. Um, but yeah, support. How's the support going? Opening this brewery up, and you have to have it. So. Well, we, we've been lucky. We've been blessed with good support groups. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, we we raised babies together. Um, I mean, Dan Dan had kids. You know, obviously, long before I did. But um, so family man. But our, I mean, I feel like our direct family support's been outstanding. We probably wouldn't be here uh, if it weren't for them. We exactly. definitely wouldn't be here. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. I mean, you know, my wife is watching our kids and making dinner while me and Joe are just heads buried in the sand, working on a business plan and beers and. Yeah. And it's it's, I feel that they're long hours. I mean, I know it. I, I've done brew days and they could be long hours. Um, and it, I know it gets intense. I know it gets intense, and it is the patience. And I think it's awesome that when families really have that that support and that love. So yeah. it's good. Again, it comes down to family, and it really does. And we always mention them again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe's parents too. A big help came down and gave us yeah. all kinds of support and getting their hands dirty and you know. Did they did they stay in Indiana or did yeah, everybody move? They did. Yeah, huh? I've got a brother down here. Okay. But uh, the rest of my family's up north. But yeah. they, they did come down, help us with the build out, and nice. Uh, it was cool. What What did mom and dad do? What were they doing back in Indiana? Or uh, do they do? My dad's a carpenter. Okay. I'm like I'm like ninth generation carpenter. Yeah. Turned <laughs> brewer. But uh, yeah, dad was a carpenter. Um, mom's done all sorts of things, but. Uh, I mean, I feel like that helped us out because we did a lot of the build out here ourselves, you know, with my dad coming down and, and Dan and I and my mom all working on this place. So, I mean, nice. it took us about a year. It took us a year from, I think, the, was it the day we opened our doors to the day was, we got... It was one day short of a year. We got huh. the keys on July 2nd. Okay. We opened July 1st the next yeah. year. And we really started build out headstrong January 1st because we got yeah. a permit. Like, so it was about a six-month build out, but it was us doing most of the work. The lion's share of it. And your brother moved here for for work or just to, for this? I kind of followed him down. I think you he did. just wanted to get out of back home and a new change on life yeah. and perspective. So he was like, moving to Florida. So I said, find us an apartment. And uh, he called me up and said, all right, man, I just signed first month's you know, lease. So get, get down here. So That's I crazy. packed my shit up and Yay. took a long, I, still on vacation. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> No, not, you know, you're never gonna unpack. It's like having the suitcase is still like packed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. We moved about eight months ago. I can tell you all about that. Uh, <laughs> Boxes. There is that nervousness. I've been in the same house for close to 20 years, and I'm like, I've been, in, I've owned it and love it. And it's just like the day where it's like, all right, we're moving to the West Coast one day, someday, any day. And it's just like, no, oh, I don't wanna pack ever again. <laughs> I don't wanna get rid of shit. It's just yeah. like, now. And how about you, Dan? Family. Um, 
mom and dad supportive. So uh, oh, yeah. they live here. They obviously, I guess, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah right. They, we we moved down here. Like I said, I was about six. Okay, in the yeah. 80s. And uh, my parents just wanted to be by the beach, so I moved down here. And that did it. Was a little little beach kid growing up, running around, causing trouble, and hopefully not getting caught. And yeah, <laughs> no, they've, but they've been super supportive. I mean, we just uh, you know we're about to do our first bottle release tomorrow. And uh, which I guess will probably be mm-hmm. been a, almost a week ago by the time yeah. these people are hearing this. <laughs> but we bottled it up with uh, with the, the beer gun that they bought us as a gift. Oh, nice. You know? Okay, so, good. Yeah, I mean, love and you, it. And your old man even did all the tables for us. Yeah, in here, he did. You know? Oh shit, yeah. really? Yeah, these are great yeah. tables. Yeah. I, was, I think the first thing I noticed too, I was like, great bar, great bar. By the way, I love the stone on top of the bar. Yeah, that is yeah. awesome. That is awesome. Thanks. That is heavy. As hell. Yeah, it's all con- it's concrete. Dan and I and my parents, we poured that thing and textured it and finished it and everything. Holy shit, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It looks like stone. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks well, like it's awesome. Granite yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. But it's I'm all one piece. It it's pretty that's neat. That's awesome. Shit. Yeah. That's that insane. That is, that's heavy. I know it is. So, yeah. So, when did Arcane open its doors? We said July 2nd. Uh, July 2nd. Uh, that's when we got the keys the year before. It was July 1st. Oh, first. was okay. our opening in um, 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All so right. Weird. Yeah. So, it's been, been about a year and a half. And um, a two-year anniversary coming up in half a year. That's yeah. that's, that's crazy. Yeah, we'll have to start planning with that, planning for that right after this, right after this interview. Yeah, I'm like yeah, smelling the beer. I'm like, hey, I, I know a beer that you guys can bottle. <laughs> so, yeah. and thank you by the way for that. So, what yeah. am I drinking on this one though? This uh, this beauty that came out of a barrel. Uh, that is a imperial stout that we ran into a rye whiskey barrel. Uh, last November, so it's been... Two, well, not last November, the November. No, yeah, November yeah 2016, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like 14 months in the... That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is amazing. This is an amazing beer. 14 months in the barrel. The hair is going on the chest. <laughs> yeah. I'm a weird Jew that way. Like, I, I never really grew the, the hair or anything like that, so I need it. Thank you. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm a Miami Beach Jewish kid, and everybody's like, really? And I'm like, I thought I was obvious. Like, now? And they're like, I guess. I don't know. But no, this is fantastic. And then, so what? What? What came out Saturday? So what beer came out Saturday? That'll be tomorrow. Yeah, um, yeah. That is uh, an American sour refermented on an absurd mm. amount of black currants. It's called Disco Bloodbath. Oh shit! We, we released that the first time uh, last year during uh, Huna. Okay. We actually poured yes. it there, and it had a pretty good uh, uh, response to that release. Uh, and so we decided to make it again. And this time we said, you know, let's let's put it in bottles. And it just happens to be our first bottle release, which is tomorrow. Yeah. And so, who likes the disco? Because we had the disco boogie, so now we're having the disco bloodbath. <laughs> like, yeah, right. So yeah. who's got, who's got the, like disco the disco? You yeah. came in, we were listening to some jazz yeah. funk, and you walked yeah. in today. So See, that's the shit right there. I love like coming get, into that. We like getting funky around yeah. here, and it's, it's oh, part of what we do. That's people like even co-hosts with me. If Brennan's with me, or Lando's with me, or like someone comes to just for the ride, and the second we walk in and the music's on, it's almost like, like look at me and go. All right, what's his vibe today? And it's just, it is. It comes down to the music. And I'm just like, yes. When I walked in, I'm like, I, I'm definitely going to be okay. This is going to be a fucking great episode. <laughs> so I was like, it comes down. Music, I mean, it is so important. We built a whole other uh, side side of uh, the podcast called Beer Sides, B-Sides. So as much as we're talking to the brewers, now we want to do more of a music sure. part of it. And sure. we feel music is so important with beer. It really is. Anywhere you go, a tap room has to play, play music. A beer fest is obviously going to have bands or they're going to have music playing in the background. So we thought, shit, why not talk to bands while having a beer and things like that? So, and then Gasparilla 
Gasparilla. Is this weekend or uh, uh, it happened? I mean, yeah, I think they do so many parades. This is like the kids' parade or something. Oh, and then okay. in March again, there is like there the is other that parade March. Okay, so well, the, yeah, the, the Knights Parade. I don't think is actually. I don't think it's actually Gasparilla. It's just like the Knights Parade or something. I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah. I think tomorrow, tomorrow the invasion. Yeah, in the, in the, in the they kids really parade they milk this for all it is. They're yeah, like, hey, oh, well, yeah. let's do it. Because nine uh, parades. Because yeah, when uh, when you mentioned Gasparilla, I was like, oh shit, is the Cave Singers really gonna be here? Because I've known. I've known the Cave Singers for years when I toured with the band at the drive-in when uh, Murder Study Devils played, and the bassist of that band was in the Cave Singers, and we stayed, Derek and I have stayed friends for decades, so it was kind of just like, uh, don't tell me that shit's this weekend. I'm like, am I really going to miss him? And then the whole Father John Misty going to be there. Hey, so if you want to go see Gasparilla, March 11th, The Roots. No. <laughs> That's all I know, <laughs> Cave Singers. But yeah, if we were, we're, we're hoping, because we are going to be here for uh, Craft Beer Week. Nice. Uh, Showing a lot of presents for that, uh, so I'm excited about that. Any any plans for that? Yeah, you know, we're still trying to work out the details, but yeah, we got yeah. it'll be a busy week for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be for everybody. Yeah, eight one bay. We kind of sat down with them to talk about it, and I'm like, wow, that's going on. That's going on. That's going on. Last year we just did Hunapu's Day, and now Green Bench is inviting us, so it's like eight one bay is inviting. I'm like, let's just sleep here for a month. <laughs> it's like <laughs> we'll be here. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's for a week. I'm like, not really. It sounds like you're here all year. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, we'll, we'll definitely show face. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely be there for that. And yeah, I, Hunapu's day has always been fun. It's oh, yeah. always been fun. Yeah. And, uh, and then how does that work for you guys? So did, did they reach out to you or do you get to reach out to Cigar City to be part of that? Because you guys were there last year. Yeah, they yeah I remember out you were there. Yeah. I, think, I think they invite a lot of the local breweries, which I think is super cool. That's awesome. And then they reach out to obviously a lot of you know breweries across the country. But uh, I mean, I think they do want to be pretty Florida centric, and then obviously all the good breweries from all over the country. But uh, I mean, it's flattering to get invited to that event, so that's cool. And because uh, what we're was it? About a that. year? You guys were just what, fourteen months when you probably found out? Maybe a year to four? Because yeah. Oh, well, last July, year when we went, yeah, I mean, six when months asked, old yeah, almost. We were, yeah, half a year. Because yeah, you got to find out yeah, even they, before the actual festival. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, it was yeah. neat. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely yeah. cool. You know, it'd be one of the premier events around here, and unfortunately, I've not gotten to go. No. to a couple yeah <laughs> just because between kids and getting this place okay it makes stuff. sense yeah but, you know you hear everybody talk about it and all the the awesome breweries and, and beers that are there so yeah to be be involved and part of that was was, was pretty cool even though we we got there just under the wire and sat up and set, set everything up in like five minutes like it worked mm-hmm. out great though. yeah no it did <laughs> that's awesome did. though but we missed the two previous years because we were doing the build out yeah. or something so we missed pretty much beer week beer week in 2016 we did nothing we didn't go to any events we just oh, yeah. were buried our heads in the sand here and then we're doing we're in the middle of the build out that year and then the year yeah. before that i think we were in planning or looking for a space and i think we did very little that year too oh, it's yep. so worth it though i mean look at this this is and honestly let's let's stay with community because you said the best thing being invited and you know uh we something massive just happened and that's why i'm glad my ass is sitting here now that it's fresh because yeah i've been trying really been wanting to sit here for a while and now it's like all right community reached out you guys made a beer you made a beer with hidden springs let's talk about this because this this was huge this was huge on everybody's tongue i mean i'm sure uh i expected it to be a big day did i i didn't i didn't know it was gonna be a big morning i mean that's really it it didn't even last a day so uh hidden springs and you guys made a crispy cream uh stout and it was called do not quote me on this. Do not quote, quote <laughs> do me not on this. Not, yeah. Yeah. yeah, do not quote me on this. 
let's start from the beginning. How the hell did this happen? Like whose idea, when, when did it, when did you guys go, we'll do it, we'll do it. Like who said yes, yes, and yes. It's funny that we got a great relationship with the guys from Hidden Springs, man. They're fun. We feel like they're quirky like us. Um, yeah. And uh, we've been talking about doing a collab with those guys for, you know, over a year. And just we keep saying, hey, let's do a collab. Whenever we, whenever we see them, which they're running a brewery, we're running a brewery. We don't see each other that much unless we're at an event or something. Exactly. And it just was like, let's do a collab, let's do a collab. And I think finally Josh said, we're doing a fucking collab like this day. And just put it in the calendar. We looked at our calendars like, yep, well, that's, that's awesome. the day. That's the way to do it. And it's, otherwise, we'll just never do it. Um, so that's how it really all started was let's just yeah. brew a beer. And then the uh, the... The, the the donut aspect was a little more uh, organic, you know. At the beginning, it was just like let's 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 brew this big awesome Russian Imperial Stout, and uh, kind of start with that. And then uh, donuts were for breakfast, beer was for lunch. Okay. And uh, donut beer was uh, was born <laughs> half, uh, by, by the end of the day, or at least par- at least partially. And um, all right, have you gotten to talk to Josh and Austin and gotten their, we their saw take on that. This yet? We saw that, not yet, not okay. after. We okay. did talk about uh, the aftermath of the day. Yeah. <laughs> but we did talk, um, we were there after the 81 Bay episode. We stopped by to talk about the day. I was hoping I could be there. And then, um, and then we also talked about a club we're doing with them. So it was kind of just like, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. And then just following at work that day, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like the line was insane. Um, It's sold out in how long? Like, am I allowed to drop a number of how many bottles you guys had? I mean, do we? I think they had three hundred or three. Yeah, three, three fifty, like three seventy something. something. Yeah, three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was basically sold out when the doors were open. Yes, that's insane. I think it just took forty five minutes to a half hour to get everybody through the doors. Took a half hour for that beer to sell out. Uh, Sam Betty over at infinite got there at 11 30 where the sign was already said sold out or okay. they made the announcement like all bottles are sold out and draft and draft yeah, yeah. uh insane insane that yeah. uh, was crazy and so let's talk about the donut it's not just any donut you didn't go next door to somebody and say hey i know you're making donut no you guys went fuck it let's go with Krispy Kreme donuts <laughs> so, yeah. so that happened and they seemed okay with it like, and, and, like and, and, Fox and News it, and shit like this it didn't actually start like that too the, the weird way like uh, so the, the girls from the Hawthorne bottle shop were out there they're pretty good friends with the guys from Hidden so they came out for the collab day yeah. also Todd Strauss was there from uh, 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 Slim Pickens Slim Pickens yeah. cider and media thank you and uh, so the girls brought Krispy Kreme donuts with them, you know? Oh, and okay. So I, I was hanging there talking to Todd. We're, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. We're already, we're already drinking plenty of beers with our, with our donuts. And I, I'm kind of poking Todd, saying, hey, man, why don't you go throw some donuts in the boil? And he's like, no, man, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, yeah, just go throw some donuts in there. It'll be all good. So I have a video. Uh, that I sh- we should release it, man. And it's Todd. Yes. It's, it's, it's Todd. I'm following Todd around with a bunch of donuts. And he, he looks up at Josh, and Josh is cleaning out the big system. And, well, from from mashing out, and uh, uh, and Todd walks up the ladder and kind of says some remark like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put these donuts in here." And Josh is kind of like, "Whatever." <laughs> and so Todd just starts throwing donuts in there, starts throwing to- donuts in the boil, and that's really how it all started. It was just kind of a joke, you know. So I figured, nah, throw some donuts in there. It's not gonna hurt anything. It's just gonna be funny. And when yeah. we're all about shenanigans, and and we mess with those guys pretty much every chance we get. So and it, 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 with them, it's so easy. They they are the most acceptable to it. I, I love them as a brewery because Josh and Austin are just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, 
there's a beer called Zero Fucks Given. Yeah. yeah. And I remember when we talked about the, the name of the beer I wanted to name ours, uh, he was, Austin was in, in Orlando and said, this is the name of the beer. I want to make a goza with you. And he went, hmm. And in my hand is a beer. And I go, what? And he goes, you know, there's a term in there, and I'll tell you after uh, what the name is. And he goes, yeah, um, I don't know. And I go, you know what's interesting is this is a good beer, man. I mean, zero fucks given. That's a good beer. And he just goes, yeah, touche. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so we, we named the beer at that moment. So, uh, yeah, so I reminded them last week or, or when I saw them, and I was like, hey, guess what? We're still going to call it that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to call it that. I go, awesome. Yes, it has to be. It has to be that. So, yeah, and I thought that was really funny. They're, and they're, they're awesome guys, and I'm glad, glad you guys got to be part of that because – it's fun. It is fun. It is fun. Like making beer should be fun. The fact that Krispy Kreme seemed okay with it. So, and they did, right? I remember. Yeah, that's kind of the how, it, I mean, after we threw the donuts in there, the guys decided, hey, man, we might as well, you know, throw these it. things in a spin bot, you know, and then they threw some more donuts at it and said, we'll run with the donut theme. And then those guys came back over here for a return collab. Uh, we brewed a, a breakfast sour, which also has Krispy Kreme donuts in it. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're, they're literally here brewing that day for a return collab, and we got a call from the Tampa Bay Times called us and said, hey, we heard you guys did a, a donut beer, and Dan was like, oddly enough, the guys from Hidden are here right now, and so we, we had, so they called us back yeah. and did a quick interview on the phone. And, um, Serendipitous. Yeah. So th the reporter asked us, like, so is Krispy Kreme on board with this? And me just joking around, because that's kind of what I do. I was like, oh, yeah, they're totally on board. You know, Tampa's the donut capital and, you know, <laughs> Florida and the kind of the beer capital of Florida. So, yeah, Krispy Kreme was really excited about this project. And, I'm, you know, we got off the phone with them, and, and they're like, they're going to fact check all that, right? Like, they're going to call Krispy Kreme. We're like, sure they will. Well, nope, that guy just reports the story in the Tampa Bay Times. Holy it's like, ah, oh, Krispy Kreme does a beer. And the, the, the title is basically like, Krispy Kreme yes, does a beer with the two, two Tampa breweries. Yeah. And then after that, it started getting picked up by every other uh, yeah. media outlet, you know? So My favorite part, too, is we're doing the interview. We're on speakerphone. So it's me and Joe and Josh and Austin. We're all talking to the guy. He doesn't, he's never talked to us before. He doesn't know who's who. So the article comes out, and it's like, Yep, Krispy Kreme's on board, says Josh Garman. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, oh. so that's, uh, that was kind of like the, uh, the, the beginning inkling of the name of the beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fucking great. Yeah. That is such a good name. That, no, Josh that's where the grays start ending up in the beer. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like, <laughs> yeah, so like, good. Yeah, Josh, a couple of days later, the article comes out, and he's on Facebook like, for the record, I did not say this. This was Joe Shadow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it's so good. Yeah. But then, so. but then Krispy Kreme eventually reached out to us. I mean, I got so much natural, national media, international media. It was in papers in the UK and stuff. I mean, it was, it was crazy. We were getting emails from USA Today, and I was like, this isn't a real email. This is some fake, you know, bullshit prank. But no, USA Today wants to know, like, hey, give us some more information on how this is going down. And, but then Krispy Kreme finally reached out to both breweries. We talked to the marketing department, and they were, they were essentially on board with it. They said, this is cool. You know, they said, we don't really do anything with beer because we're not licensed to do anything with beer. But yeah. they said, this is super cool. And, you know, yeah, was, they were happy a, with all the, all the press they got, too, because obviously it wasn't hurting them. Yeah, there was a female name that popped up, and it seemed like, yeah, she was super cool with it. Sure. And just, I was like, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, yeah. hey, you know what? When it comes to something like Krispy Kreme, game it up. Just be part of it. Have fun. Sure. You know, be a gamer. Just be like, yep, beer, why not? Put it in there. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great idea. Still have not tried it. I'm going to try to go over there today and harass and be like, all right, yeah. I'm going to look for the, a bottle somewhere and then wind up getting six Smirnoff ices in my hand. 
I know it's going to happen. I'm going to text yeah. Josh as soon as you yeah, leave. Yeah, I'm not going there then. Get, the, <laughs> get those ices ready. Yeah. The release was fun. There was some Krispy Kreme uh, <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> how, how, many, how many donuts do you think were on site for that I, day? I think about 12 dozen. Yeah, yeah. Mi- minus one. <laughs> we have eaten. <laughs> we, I should ask you that day what you had yeah. for breakfast. So we hatched a plan like the day before. We're like, we should go, you know, we're going to be there for the release. So we kind of said, let's, uh, let's dress up like Krispy Kreme guys. Uh, okay, and so who gave the speech? Who gave the speech? Oh, that was a, we actually had, uh, our, our attorney friend had written up some paperwork and, and Dan, okay, so Dan had sat time. together and wrote, wrote together a little script. That was good. And uh, was he good. was going to do it, but he had to work that day. So I actually just had, I had a buddy in town from high school. That I don't see that often. So you weren't there. Oh, Dan was there. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Shit, okay, good, good, good. Yeah. I'm glad you were there. But everybody uh, knows Dan. Everybody yeah. knows Dan. So I had a That's buddy true. in high school. He was, he was flying out at like noon that day. And I was like, hey, man, you want to come do something silly with us? He's like, sure. He doesn't, he's zero fucks given again, this there guy. There you go. So he was like, sure, let's do it. So we, we literally put the script in his hand that morning at, I mean, it was. Oh, like an hour before it happened. It wasn't even, it yeah. was like a half hour before, you know, we met around the block. Dan and I, Dan and I got Dan got some Krispy Kreme outfits and hats and some sunglasses and uh, and uh, there, there's a little hat up there. That's right. Yep. There's my, an Easter egg up there. I see it. My baby mama Smalls is amazing at crochet, so she crocheted two big ass donuts with spring and hidden color, hidden springs colors and and arcane colors and put sprinkles on them and shit. And we strapped those to the top of Dan's. Parents no, minivan. My parents minivan. It's white and nondescript. <laughs> no, that's so good. So we got this. We got this donut van. Dan got a big Krispy Kreme sign made. So we, uh, we, got, we had a Krispy Kreme sign on the van and two big ass donuts on top. I mean, it looks like yeah. a donut wagon. That's and so good. We hit. We hit. Uh, we hit. Hit up Krispy Kreme and they gave us six dozen donuts. So we took them over there and uh, and started throwing at people when yeah. we uh, when we pulled up. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, I wish I would have went, man. Yeah. Oh, when when the... work calls, oh, you're calling sick. Yeah. <laughs> The people that know us, you know, they kind of know that something's up because they, you know, they know it's me and Joe. But most of the people in Tampa, they don't, they don't have any idea who we are. So we're just Krispy Kreme to everybody else. You That's know? so good. Some donut guys, we're all excited, yay! And I had just shaved my beard off like the week before. I had a pretty healthy beard. Did you really? Yeah. Oh. And, okay. A uh, couple years old, pretty stout beard, and I. I have seen the pictures, actually, yes. Okay, yeah. January yeah. 1st, I decided I'm going to shave that thing off. So we showed up the release, and we had our hair up inside those hats, so like we looked like we had short hair for the most part. That is so So it was kind of fun, so a lot of people had no idea. Like, Josh Garman, I'm, I'm walking up to the donut van to get more donuts, and Josh walks up to me, and he looks at me, and he shakes, he puts his hand, and says, hey, I'm Josh. And I go, hey, <laughs> I'm Steve from Krispy Kreme. And then he double takes, looks at me, and he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and he's laughing his fucking ass off. That was the, the best part of the day for me was seeing Garman's face. Yeah. When, when, he realized. when he realized who I was. Oh, that's had, so good. Josh didn't know who the fuck I was, and that was awesome. Yeah. So what time did you guys wind up getting there? Like 8, 7, uh, 30? I know, it, was, know. it had to be an early day. I mean, we, we got here early to get ready to get over it, but we didn't show up. We didn't want to show up until, like, right before. Oh, okay, it, you so. wanted, like, 11 yeah. o'clock when the... I think 1040, it's... we should pull it up. <laughs> in the donut yeah, because like, that's why Josh was outside, because he was doing the count for the, for the limits. I asked and, Josh, I was like, what time should I get here? And he's like, oh, you know, 9 because we want to do some video for it and again work fucker but uh it would have been amazing that would have been a great day yeah it was yeah. fun yeah yeah and then so yeah we hand out the donuts a couple couple minutes later just buddy tim pulls up and gets out we got him this he, he's a large man we got him this tiny bullhorn from <laughs> from harbor freight <laughs> he's, he's smoking a cigar and he's getting out telling everybody that you know we're shutting this thing down awesome yeah. holy yeah. shit that's yeah. so good my, my client crispy cream blah 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 yeah. trademark just be all kinds of yeah, shit it was, our, uh, our intellectual properties 
I need to see video. I, I'm sure plenty of people have it, and I'm sure Josh and Austin do. So. Yeah, we, we got a little bit, too. People in the okay, line good. are yelling at him. He's like, I'm shutting this thing down. No, you're not. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah, was, I, th- I, think, I think we had those guys sweating it for a minute. That's all we really want to do is have Garmin pissing his pants for just a second. Like, oh, God. For the oh, you record, have to. For the record, to. neither he nor Austin would come outside. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying they weren't busy doing something else. Sure, but hey. But they had Erica deal with it. Oh, oh so, really? you know, And she was, uh, she, she was she ready was to go trooper. to town, too. She's like, nice. let me see your paperwork. You know, Good for her. She doesn't up. fuck around here. No. Yeah. Eric yeah. is amazing. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right, enough of Hidden Springs. Sorry, guys. Let's talk about you. So here we go. Uh, first beer we got to try. So uh, on my list, I want to do the Yarmouth. Uh, um, Yarmouth is going to be this one, the Malty. Uh, congratulations, because this won an award uh, at the Best Florida Beer, and yep. you won a silver. You won a silver on this yes. one. Uh, yes. What is in this beer? What was it like being like, uh, an award winner? Like, how crazy was that? Because you're, you're one years old at that point, right? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Six months. Six yeah, months. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Year, yeah. Year yeah. So then that's, that's a beer. You know, that was when we were brewing at home. So that's an interesting beer. Uh, really? That's uh, awesome. It's another donut story. <laughs> <laughs> is that the word of sweet? Uh, your description is sweet and malty. So malty, yes, I so see. But the, yeah. The, it kind of like very beginning service. I had a donut on the way home from work or something one day from 7-Eleven, salted caramel. I was like, this donut is delicious. Like, we should make a beer like this. So I started doing some research on salty caramel beer and uh, actually stumbled upon an, an article from, uh, there's a cool a cool beer blog. Um, shut up about Barclay Perkins. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's a... He's an English, you know, he's not really a beer blogger, it's a beer history blog. Okay, and, I like uh, that, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. Some of it's kind of uh, I'm a esoteric. History yeah, yeah okay. it's definitely worth checking out. Oh, this is good. And um, so this is one article about Yarmouth Ale. Uh, Yarmouth's on the, um, I think, the eastern coast of the UK, uh, a li- little south, actually, of Scotland. But it was supposed to be it was similar to a Scotch ale. Um, but they, um, kind of similar to Goza, had salty water. Mm-hmm. And at one point, like, Parliament actually regulated how much salt could be in right, the beer. Right, okay. Uh, so it kind of turned into just trying to brew in a beer, not necessarily trying to recreate this historical style that we'll never taste, but taking some inspiration from that and trying to come up with something similar. Um, and so we've gone through different fermentations of this beer with sweetness levels and salt levels. and um, Yeah, as a Scottish ale, this is... This, yeah. It's... it's, it's milder well now knowing the difference between a scottish ale and a scotch ale but this is a scottish ale and the sweet it doesn't punch you like i i could be nervous going sweet and malty but it's awesome like it, it is it is i i get nervous with these where it's like oh i could do maybe a snifter i'll share it with somebody i could actually drink this a 5.7 this is yeah. easy to drink and so scotch ales like we, we used to describe it as scotch ale and i always kind of waffled on that because it was like I said it was inspired by beer. It's similar to Scotch Ale, and it—it it, it was the best way to kind of. Um, it was the only category to put it in for yeah, a, for a, for a judging okay. standpoint. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, for, yeah. yeah. And then as far as here on the board, people come in. I tell them like we call it Yarmouth Ale. So if you describe it as a Yarmouth Ale, everybody's just gonna go, "What the hell is that?" And yeah. Just, you know, order something else. I think we we still discuss changing the name of it because no one knows what it is. I think Joe, no. is, Joe always calls it a pirate beer. 
I yar. love it. Yarmouth. Oh, yeah. Put this beer in Yarmouth because people be like, I'll have Yarmouth. Holy shit. Never yeah. thought of that. That's really funny. Your, uh, your mouth. Oh, let me no. drink your mouth. Like, you don't drink my mouth. Yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> There's history in this. Don't ever change the name. This is such a good name. Yeah. I mean, you know, and people will ask. They'll ask. If it gets yeah. redundant, then you're like, shit, I have to repeat it how many times a day? But don't no, don't say is... that, Brian. You should be like, this name is fucking terrible. You should change this beer name. I'm going to keep drinking <laughs> it just based on the name alone. Because I tell Dan every time I see him, like, we shouldn't change this beer name. Yeah. We would go though, through man. 100% more of this beer if it had a different yeah. name. Really? Oh, think yeah. so? I think beer names are important, you know? They are. Um, and what comes first? What comes first? Uh, do you brew the beer, then the name? Or is it like, I have Gen- a great name? Both sometimes. Both. It always works that way. Sometimes yeah. we have like, oh, I have this great name. We've got to brew a recipe for it. Or it's generally nine times out of ten, we've brewed a pretty decent beer. And it's like, fuck, what are we going to name it? And then we spend the rest of the day deciding what we're going to put on Facebook for the name for this beer. <laughs> We go through a list we have. It's a thousand names yeah. long. Go hate it, hate it, hate it. Saving that for something cooler. Hate it, hate it. You know. So it's uh, name, naming is always fun, but uh, it is for us. We did our first beer, the What Pales You, the greetings from What Pales You. Nice. It did come down to we had a name. We I had the name for months, and it was the Citra Peppers Only Hops Club Band, where I wanted to put some banana pepper in there with the Citra being the only hop in there, and. 1010 was like, okay, but it's your beer. We'll, we'll work with it. <laughs> Dry hop. I did it. I'm like, yeah, this is, we're young. So we, it's our first day of really coming up with the idea. We have our first meeting and I'm, I, I brought a bunch of beers, a bunch of pale ales. Uh, Daisy Cutter was there. Uh, uh, top, some Toplin Goliath that was there, but it was the Daisy Cutter. Once Half Acre opened and we started drinking it. And finally Horace goes, oh no, Mike Wallace, the main brewer there just goes, yeah, man. Let's think about it like a what pales you. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking serious? It was that easy. <laughs> Here I am living on the dream of this Citra Peppers Only Hops Club band. I'm like, dumbest name ever. Yeah. After I'm like, I came up with it, I was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, what pales you? And it came down to, all right, if we're going to name it what pales you, it was really also Jillian, that, my wife, that said, all right, I got to make the label for this. What do you want? And I went, I want the Bruce Springsteen greetings from Asbury Park. I want that to be the label. <laughs> and she's like, she looks at it and she goes, that is the ugliest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> and I'm like, everybody hates this beer. And uh, I go, I was like, we have to. And then that's why we called it the greetings from what pales you is it looks sexy. That fucking label is great. Nice, that, yeah. that label is awesome. And everybody goes, that is a really good label. I'm like, <sighs> so I'm going to si- send one to Springsteen and be like, dude, you're my hero. Uh, get out of Broadway. Come back to Tampa. Love you. <laughs> I've seen them enough times beer. here. Yeah, drink this beer. I, I, I actually I have two bottles left, which I'm getting yelled at. Drink it now because oh, yeah. it's a pale ale. Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 and it's beautiful. Um, so, this is great. Change the name. Don't change the name. <laughs> <laughs> Do not change the name. I think it's actually a really it is an amazing amazing name. I think I love history though. I'm a history buff, and if you're paying homage to that, I think it's awesome. And uh, I mean, again, it, it just I and I like the board. It, it is so. This is what it is. This is what it is. This is the name. Fuck it. Like that is it. And I think it's really easy. And it's this is yeah. great. This it, is really great. Yeah, the board's nice. It keeps it easier for the people yes. coming in. For you know, some super long in-depth descriptions, and then people just spend as much time reading. I was like, back to the community, like get a beer. You know, find something you like. Get it. Strike up a conversation. Yeah. You know, meet somebody new. Yeah. Ha- have that experience. So that's uh, everything here is kind of tailored towards that, including including the board. I'm looking, and I see a shit ton of taps. How many taps do we have? 28. 28. 28. And there's two, four, six, seven? 
Is that nitro? Yeah, we can do. I mean, we. I mean, obviously, we can do them all in inch if we want. But we we fluctuate oh, usually true. usually at least four. We've had as many as ten on. Okay. Uh, for for like a dark dark beer of the day uh, that we did last year. Was that from the get go? Uh, Twenty eight taps. Like, did we say yeah? And it was a guest taps at first, or did you say? We're going strong. It, it's going to be us. It was going to be 20, and we definitely decided, like, uh, and we had a lot of uh, push both directions, but, uh, like, for example, Doug Dozar, a good friend of ours, uh, helped us with a lot and still does. Thanks, Doug. Uh, <laughs> but he had said, uh, man, just get open, put some guest taps on, you know, get the revenue coming yeah, in course, to pay yeah. for all this shit. And, of course, we're stubborn, and we said, we want to open with all our beers, and... Uh, it, and just we don't we don't want any, any misconception that we're a, uh, my biggest thought or what we discussed was that if we open with a bunch of guest taps you know we're just a tap house yeah there's yeah, plenty of, of those happens, like we yeah. want we want we don't want either be any confusion that we're not a brewery and then we don't make all the beer here and with that said we've only had I don't know if we've had any guest taps well guest taps besides cider and mead I don't know if we've ever had another know, beer just, just tap collaborations, on yeah a couple collabs and yeah. it's, you know not necessarily that we're opposed to it we just don't do it. We'll have some Hidden Springs on soon. Yeah. I was going to say, like, Hidden Springs are family. It sounds like, you know, Todd, Slim, Slim Pickens is family. And it's, you know, what happens if it's like, hey, you know, I have this amazing beer. And you go, oh, shit, this is really great. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, of course. There is there is this never say never, right? Uh, but I could tell you have so many beers. Like, this is insane. And this probably is... What? How many are seasonal? Like, how many do you feel are seasonal? All of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say maybe 60%, yeah. maybe 50 yeah. but shit, I mean, right? There's a couple that, that mostly live up there, but we're not necessarily married to okay. uh, keeping anything on or only doing something in season. We've got beers that we definitely are more likely to do in the, their seasonality. But that said, like, we get a hair, you know, the opposite season to do it. Like, yeah. Would do it. I mean, there's people drinking, you know, big giant Russian Imperial stouts in Florida year round. Yeah, like, July. I'll, I'll I will pop one in and go. What yeah. the fuck am I doing? But I'll be like, eh, I'm on my back porch. Why not? <laughs> it's like, yeah. If uh, you're I'm drinking one in the cold. You're gonna have about an hour to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, we're not we're not opposed to seasonality either. But you know, the the board's kind of based on on variety too and having a bunch of different stuff. Okay. So and something I, will always be out of season. I'll say it. You have the lighter. You have the hoppy, sour, dark side. Love the fact that you have dark side like that. Bel- <laughs> you know, you have the Belgian, you have Malty, and then other liquid, uh, which I'm glad to see Viking blood on there. It's 19%. Glad we didn't pour that. <laughs> um, I'd be s- spending the night uh, as I oh, do yeah. need to get back to Orlando. Uh, but, okay, let's get into the next one. So another award winner. Um, okay, so, again, you won with Unicorn blood, uh, blood, a bronze with that in 2017? Yes, yeah. Congratulations on that. So... Yes. What was that like? Because <laughs> it's like here, there's a here's a 19 percent. The judges were like, well, "Fuck it, this is this is this is good. Oh, this is good. two different bloods. So the Viking Viking bloods made by a meadery. Oh, and, unicorn and blood unicorn is here. Blood. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's all good. It's, yeah, uh, a lot of people seem to think we make Viking blood because we're like the only place that has it on tap. I think. <laughs> so yeah, that's bottles. what's wrong. Yes, that is yeah. yeah. Other other yes. Yeah. Uh, really good stuff though. Um, no, yeah, unicorn. Of the Netherlands, but yeah, the unicorn blood was kind of the. Our first hype beer when we were a, a festival brewery, if you will. It was the one people got a lot excited for. Um, it's a raspberry key lime pie, Berliner Weiss. Raspberry, yes. Very much so. Totally Weiss. opposite yeah. of what the Viking blood yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly the opposite end yeah. of the spectrum. Yeah, never yeah. mind. So, yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, so, how was that, though? How, that, that, that must have... That's a, cool. that's a good blend right there. Yeah, I could drink that a lot. Yeah. It's, it's been really popular for us. Um, we don't do it that often. It's a, it's an expensive beer to make. Okay. Um, 
but it's delicious. So we'll, we'll, we'll probably have, maybe have some for beer week. <laughs> um, you should. But, yeah. I mean, we, get a, we should start brewing now. Uh, so let's talk about what we have. Well, let's get into the next beer. Let's get into the next beer. Uh, our 2017 silver, uh, give me Swelter. So uh, this one, yeah, silver on this one too. Oh, no, bronze. That was so, yeah, silver, silver for that silver, Yarmouth, silver. Bronze, for, bronze for Unicorn oh, Blood. Oh, that smells good. Yeah, it's, it's Holy shit, probably our most popular beer. Ma- um, Mango yeah. Habanero Florida Vice. Ah, that's got a good smell. Punchy with that uh, mango nose. It's a little sweeter of the sours that we do, but it's almost like I consider like an entry-level sour for people that say, like, I don't okay. like sour beers, and then you give them that, and there they go, wow, but I like this. Yeah. Because it. it's not super acidic, it's not super tart. Uh, there's tons of uh, mango flavor and aroma, and then the the chipotle or the uh, sorry the habanero comes through just in the end. It's like a little tickle. Some people like if you really like hot stuff, some people will drink that beer. And if your sensitivity heat is off the charts, like you won't even uh, you won't even pick up any chipotle. Or See, I still want to do something with heat in it. Even with the citrus peppers, I was like, banana pepper is sweet but hot. Yeah. And you know, yeah. you guys have one of my favorite numbers on this, uh, 3.4. So I could yeah. drink this all day yes. and be the happiest man in the world. Yeah. So I love that number. Um, all right, here we go. Oh, that is good. <laughs> oh shit, that is good. Yeah, I think it's been super popular. It's it's a nice. I can beer. see why. Yeah, I've given it to people. You know, we get people in here every now and then that say that like, oh, I don't even really like beer. The first thing you think is, why are you at a brewery? <laughs> and the second thing you do is shove that beer out of like, <laughs> you know, especially. Yeah. Uh, Especially people like, I'm not really into beer or if they're into wine or something. The sours mm-hmm. are definitely a, a nice go-to for, for wine drinkers, I feel like. It is and, a good uh, introduction to sour because it's not the, I haven't had the, okay, yeah. On the, maybe it's also the Bell's Palsy, you little shit. Don't change my perception <laughs> of beer. But I, I didn't get the pucker enough yeah. to go like, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah this is nice. simple. Really good introduction. You're right. You're right. And... If you're past the introduction, well past the intro- introduction, you're well into sours, this is still a crushable beer. This is still yeah. really, really yeah. acceptable, enjoyable beer. Yeah, and n- nice and flavorful, but yeah. That's a, that's a good way to put it, yeah. I feel like people that still enjoy a good sour yeah. still appreciate that beer. And the heat is there. Is. And it's not, again, in your... I love I love spicy though. I love yeah. spicy. Yeah. Well, like this I compare is... like the habanero sculpin is so hot. Like Fuck I need it. a chaser for that beer. You what, know, like I need a glass of milk after I drink. Yeah, a sip what of that. Jillian and I would do is in Portland uh, was the first time we actually got to see the habanero. In I don't think Florida was getting it yet, but we saw the grapefruit and the habanero. So we bought two bottles of each, brought it to the hotel room, and I remember we opened up the habanero and I was like, all right, I want to just see how hot it is. We sipped it and I was like, mother. Oh, that yeah. is hot. Yeah. We took the grapefruit and the habanero, and we 50 50 did. And it actually calmed it down. And we were like, okay, this is drinkable. This is yeah. now drinkable. Sorry, Ballast Point, but it's still, <laughs> it was hot, man. That, oh, yeah. That yeah, good. And some yeah, people love like, that, though. I mean, there's, yeah. there's guys that say, you need to make this beer hotter. And we always talk about doing a spicier version. Dan wants to do one. We, we definitely need to do it. Um, we just got to make sure there's no confusion between, you know, the core one that is not spicy. Because, like I said, if you, most people read that and they're like, oh, I can't even drink that. It's got habanero and I don't do hot. And then you, you got to give them a sample and say, just do it. You know, I promise you it's not that hot. Nobody, yeah. nobody drinks that and goes, oh, God, I can't drink it. It's too yeah, spicy. No. I it's just see, barely there. I could see it being, as you say, it's your mo- one of your most popular beers. I could also oh, yeah. see it's one of your most popular sampled beers that you have to do a taster to say, here, just try it at least. Yeah. 
I can see a lot of it going into a little taster to try. Sometimes so. I don't even tell people what it is. I'm like, here, try this. Yeah, and just yeah. good and luck they, and enjoy. Yeah, if they said, yeah, that's mango habanero. Uh, because, yeah, you tell them beforehand. They get all these conceptions in of their course. mind. So. When it comes to beer, though, it's, it's we were raised on it with candy, you know? It's just like... Here, try, like, I've, I remember Big Red being too intense for me growing sure. up. It's a cinnamon fucking stick of gum. Yeah. I, could, I should be able to chew that. But I remember there were times where it was like, I can't chew a Big Red. It was just like too spicy in the mouth. Uh, we were just, we are so used to having to look at something again going, am I sure I can have that? And like, let me read that again. And yeah. so when it comes to beer, though, it's the same, same exact thing. You, you want to make sure, am I going to like this? Because now with craft beer, there is, imagine if it was a candy aisle. You know, it's oh, like, okay, okay, I got to pick up the Skittles to see, all right, I like my original Skittles. I don't need tropical flavored Skittle. You know, yeah. it's like we get picky when it comes to everything now. Sure. And so I think even with craft beer, it is that. But the one thing I do love uh, is flights. One thing, and it's not my pet peeve. I'm not bitching. It's just when we go to a, a tap room and it's just you come down to, all right, can I taste that? Can I taste that? Can I taste that? It just comes down to, all right, like with a flight, they're, they're – they're cheap enough, I would say, to where try it. And if that's one that you're not going to drink, there's somebody around that you might be able to say. Usually when you're, uh, you're at a tap room, there's three or four people, two people. And if you are by yourself, then don't. But I'm just saying, try it. Try the beer. Yeah. Just at least uh, you have enough on there to say, if I'm going to get four or five ta- ta- you know, on a flight, I'll try that, 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 that. And you should be safe. Uh, there is a pet peeve where I see it if I'm at a tap room or a brewery or a bottle shop. It's like, can I taste like this? Can I taste this? Can I oh, taste the chron- this? Chronic samplers. Yeah, the chronic <laughs> samplers. And yeah, it, no. I'm not being mean. It's just, yeah. holy shit, man! It's like, yeah. you should know. You should know. And just try it. Try it. You'd be shocked. Yeah. 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 That's why I tell the staff here all the time too, though. Like, we, we try and cater to those people as much as we can. I'll, I'll pour, I'll pour somebody a sample of every single beer we have on tap. Yeah, good man. And uh, You're I mean, a we'd good rather, man. We'd rather them come in and, and drink a beer that they're actually going to enjoy sure. than pick something sure. in a rush and go, eh, I didn't really like their beer. You drink an IPA and you're a stout guy. Like, of course you didn't like it. So there's, there's no point in that. But yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's uh, I don't mind the sandwich, but the people who can't even decide what sample they want, and it's like you're staring. <laughs> at them, like, yeah, they're just yeah. like staring. Like, yeah. You start bringing them things. Well, here, man, try this and try this one, and then That's help really somebody fun. else and come back to them, and it, it all works out. I yeah. see some beautiful color in this little bad Larry right here. I love this. Who Ooh. is? Who is this? That is Mezcan Blackbird. Okay. It's a blackberry sage goza. Sage. I smell that sage. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's one of my favorites that we make. What puts sage in a beer? Like, what does that? Because I've seen it, but, like... Sage? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But when do you go, you know, it was the holidays. It was Thanksgiving. I want to put that in a beer. Let's put some sage in a beer. Is that how it happens? Or, like... That beer was inspired by, uh, by my wife, basically. We were mm-hmm. out uh, having dinner at the Melting Pot, and they had a, uh, she's not a big drinker, so she got a blackberry sage lemonade, and she was bugging me the whole meal, like, to try it. Like, this is so good, and I was, I think I was drinking a Le Fin du Monde or something. I was like, I don't want to try your stupid lemonade. Like, I just want to dip this lobster in this thing and drink some beer. And so finally, I took a sip, and uh, I was like, oh my gosh, that's delicious. And uh, lemonade and goza was kind of a, an obvious connection for me, so I was like, oh, we're gonna make Blackberry sage goza, yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's where that one that one started. And, mm. uh, 
That yeah. is good. I hope it is. I have not even tasted that batch of that beer. <laughs> Again, Bell's Palsy right. is not contagious. <laughs> that we go. know of. That we know of. Because it's very, yeah, I, I guess it's very vague of what it is. I haven't given it to Dan yet, so. No, that's true. But if he gets it, I'm going to fucking blame it on you. Brian that gave you yeah, that shit. He had sure. a last. Yeah. I win. Um, what'd you think? It's good. It's, I, uh, I got to ask that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's more sage forward than the last batch, which is kind of what we talked about. Okay, good. Joe's going to hate the sage level on it. I know. It's, 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 it's all right. I tried yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. It's good. I, I like less sage. I, I, the more sage, than the, the more that blackberry hides, but it's, it's, a, good, no, it's, a, good, I mean, it's a good combination right now. I, what, what I like is that hopefully somebody is going to do the aroma. You know, they're going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, I can smell it. So automatically the sage is already planted in your head. Yeah. So when you sip it, now you're going to say, all right, let's, let's get the fruit in there. So I'm hoping that's what happens. Take your notes, everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm putting it in your head now. Because, damn, this is good. This is good. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's, it's a pretty it's, beer, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's look nice. That's gorgeous. That is a really pink, pink, purplish that, yeah, the appearance is great. Everybody's like, all right, they got their Cicerone. Like, <laughs> writing it down We right can't now. freaking see this. We're like, when are you doing video yeah, again, yeah, Brian? Yeah, like, yeah, I know, right? Get that face fixed already. <laughs> Shit. I'm getting there. So, yeah, so... So wife inspired. Yeah, that's yeah, beautiful. Uh, I love that. Um, yeah, she's been she's been really angry every time. Last three times we brewed it, she's been pregnant, so she hasn't. Oh had any. no! Okay. And she's not. Like I said she's not a big drinker, but she'll she'll drink some sour beers a little bit here and there. So we'll probably have oh. to do another batch of that right after we have have this baby in in, in so, a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you that's awesome. Yep. You guys are busy. Stay busy. Yeah. 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 Um, it's funny when they asked me in the ER, they were like, all right, so any stress level for you? And I'm like, fuck, don't ask. Like, how long do you, how long do you have? I'm like, are you going to interview me? Because, uh, yep, I'm like, with everything on my plate, why not? Uh, yeah, I love it. All right. Yeah, shit, we were already in into an hour. Let's round third. Uh, last beer. This little, this little baby right here. It is. Oh, that smells good. Is there coffee in there? Yeah. There has to be. Yeah, oh, that's the, the morning. That's the wandering star. Wandering so. star, right? Like yeah. Maple, maple vanilla coffee stout. Wait a minute. Wandering star. Wandering star. I'm a huge Portishead fan. Man, I think somebody else has said that too. Is that from Portishead song? I'm like, Shit, eh, it is, no. right? Wandering star. It actually came from, uh, I mean, the way we got the name was from uh, our. Uh, yeah. Well. Oh, sorry. Me too. I, I, just, I, I was just, like, Portishead, we'll say Portishead. I, I saw your hand go up. I'm yeah. oh, not sure that no, no, no. Sorry, buddy. I was like, we're admiring our wedding rings. We're like, Shut hey. Yeah. Let me switch stories. That beer had nothing to do with the stripper's name at <laughs> Mons Venus. Wandering Star came from uh, uh, our art curator. Let me tell that story. Yeah. I'll, I'll switch it up, Dan. Uh, it is from our art curator who she used to kind of tell everybody, her, kind of their nicknames, kind of she's the wandering star, uh, Tanny. She's a, she's a good chick and she's helped us out a ton here with our art program, nice. and Arcane Artworks and yeah. the shows we do all the time. I love so this. Like, seriously, yeah. that right there, the Arcane established 2016, that thing's beautiful. Like you, and I love artwork in tap yeah. room, so love that. Nice. Where'd that, you find her? Where'd you? That, that's you? actually from a different artist. Yeah. She. Uh, that's Heather, who actually does all of our uh, Heather Johnson. She does all of our label design, our crawlers. Okay. Uh, nice. She has a lot of our uh, graphic design work and stuff too. Yeah. But she also painted that. Nothing is amazing. Yeah. Love your graphic designers. They work very hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My wife's doing labels right now, and she's actually with two breweries right now that she's doing labels very with. Cool. And this all happened, popped up, and yes, they work very hard. Uh, back to Wandering Star, though. Um, 
Yeah, so it's it's for her. Yeah, Tan well, well Tanya she, hooked us up with yeah. those magic beans. She got us some okay. beans, and then we we did that. the rest, and uh, and so Wandering Star was born. I believe Star is Tanya's middle name. It might be. Oh, yeah. oh. And she had uh, she had her art gallery. Art gallery. Was, she had an art gallery a few years ago before we opened uh, a few miles from here, kind of down by where Barley Mo is, uh, called the Wandering Star. Mm. Mm-hmm. You guys do a sweet that I can't compare to any other brewery. It's crazy. Nice. Even though you say sweet, it is. You have maple in here. You have vanilla in there. The coffee. It's tattooed on me. I love my coffee. <laughs> um, it's not... I'm not going to drop certain whales that we talk about where people wait in line for hours to get a sweet, sweet, sweet something where it feels like it has to be soy sauce or maple syrup. This is so fucking good where it's not, you say sweet, but it's not heavy sweet. Sure. Like and it's, it's, it's a different animal it's than a like a pastry very, stout. Right? Yeah. It is insane that I'm expecting, when it says sweet, I go, I'm expecting, all right, I get it. If I, I'm at a bottle share, I would do the two sips and go, that's sweet, it's sweet. No, this is crushable again. I could drink this and it's a 5.8, 5. Yeah. 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 I remember looking up and seeing that. Out. Yeah. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. a, it's not quite to diabetes level. Mm-mm. Not that we're necessarily above doing that or, or opposed <laughs> to doing that, but it's not some you know, for something we're gonna have on draft on 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 the wall today, like that you're gonna want to drink an entire snifter of. Yeah. Yeah, he like said you get those big crazy stouts like samples good. And samples good. Yeah. I just had a bottle share recently where I was trying many many like a Dark Lord that I was really shocked to have and you know. Um, the chem trail mix I just had, and I was like, okay, I've had three sips, even though everybody would just probably be like, I'd kill for that. I was like, I'm good, you know? (laughs) And it's not putting it down, it just comes down to, that's where my palate is, that's where I am. This, this is where I'm excited for you guys, and let's do the round third, because we're gonna talk about the year coming up, even though it is 2018, we just got here, you guys are probably the first episode in February, you would be. But let's round third and talk about um, the future of Arcane and how I am excited to be able to say that you guys are doing things on your own terms and not what every brewery expects or what your palate expects. So thank you for that, because when it comes down to sweet, this is exactly what I think a lot of people are hoping for now, is that we tried a lot of the sweet, 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 now this, this, this. Um, So yeah, what is the future looking like for Arcane? That's a good question, because Dan and I are just starting to finally, we're at a point where we can yeah. sit down and have meetings now and start figuring that out, and, we're, and it's something we're talking about. Good. Yeah. For, yeah. So far, like, figuring out the future, a lot of times, is the week ahead. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> now, <you know? laughs> Always, yeah, yeah right? Ch- yeah. Chasing our asses is basically the name of the game, but we're finally starting to get ahead of that curve, so yeah, we've got uh, some stuff, some, some cool stuff planned for this year. Obviously. Distribution at all? Can we see some of that coming up? I, I don't want to say yes for sure. All I can tell you is uh, we found some good help. We've got uh, our buddy Ryan in the back with us now, and he's really helped us. He's like our, our cellarman. Thank you, Ryan. Snack pack, say hi. Hi. There he is. <laughs> he's back there hard at work now, and, he, and he's an awesome guy. And, and just with Ryan's help alone, I think it's going to help us be able to focus more on on beers and, and bottle releases, which is something that we definitely want to start tackling soon. So I mean, you're going to have our first one. So. Two that I know of just sitting here. Yeah. yeah, you have the one that technically everybody just happened. We apologize. But also 
something that I was tasting earlier that you're hoping to bottle that as well. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we've got we've got barrels that have been full for a year and upwards now, upwards. and it's not not planned. We didn't say let's barrel it just for 18 months, and we we pull those nails and taste them, you know, every, every, periodically to see when they're ready. And some of those are ready or past ready, so they're not you know. They're not necessarily getting better. We just haven't had time to even package those things right. up yet. Yeah, yeah. And it, the focus hasn't been there. So, but now we want to focus more on, uh, you know, filling more barrels and getting the bottles filled and and uh, and some other projects and and hopefully distribution. I mean, it's on our radar, but we're a year and a half in. All of our beer has been served, you know, still under our roof and at our bar, which That's is awesome. pretty cool. That's where it starts, um, though. I mean, you yeah. want to, you want people to come here first. You have to. Yeah. I know a lot of breweries that expect to. Yeah, we want distribution, right, canning right out of the bat. And it's like, no, this is where it's at. And yeah. I'm not making, I'm not saying to any brewery, if you've done that, great. Um, but I just see the more successful and appreciated, appreciated breweries yeah. are uh, the ones that do this. And uh, I could tell why. Yeah, and I think the dynamic for breweries around here changed when there was an explosion from, you know, when we started business plan, it was, I'd go 15 or 30 barrels. I mean, that was just kind of how brewery seemed but yeah. by the time we finished it you know joe had beaten into my head like we can't do that it's going to be a struggle and you know i mean just financially the margins are i tell you it's almost running a different business making beer and distributing it yeah. than it is from what we're doing exactly um, it is so yeah there's definitely some advantages to doing this and you know if we grow into something a little bit bigger or a lot bigger it'll it'll grow into what it needs to be so you know, that said yeah distribution hopefully some this year um, but that's gonna, you know, that's gonna be small and and, and focused too. Good. So you yeah, know. well, we're not we're certainly not flooding Publixes with cans of anything anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, no, no, that's exactly. just not in our. But here you go. This is when I, I tend to know, when cans will end up in a Publix, uh, when I sit down to a brewery or when I, you guys do this based on passion. It's yeah. not some lawyers or some investors that are saying we need 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 need. It's you guys have the heart, it's the family, and you're doing it, I can't say right, but you're doing it exactly how you want it to be, and your beers stand out that way. Like, I've heard about Arcane for, I've had, I remember I had you guys at Hunapoos, but it was like, we were, sure. I was yeah. well good into the day, <laughs> I remember that. Um, yes, and everybody makes fun, I was like, all right, go back to that episode, don't. Um, <laughs> but it does come down to finally sitting down and enjoying your beers, and it's, it is again far from what I not what I expected because I heard these sweets again not sweet and I'm not gonna say not sweet enough no this is exactly how a beer should taste you're not making it artificial for the fact of let's make it stand out you're making it so enjoyable it's so enjoyable it's yeah. awesome well, every beer is about a balance and obviously you can skew that balance a lot of different ways but you know but at the end of the day beer blue collar drink for you know people to come in and drink together yeah and uh you know bottle share is a big crazy ridiculously sweet stouts is great too i've done plenty of that myself but mm -hmm. you know we want to have something that people are going to come in and yeah and be able to drink a couple of and and, yeah. and have some fun time together so no we've done plenty of bottle shares and i i've gotten i've understood why it's been shared you know these bottles and yeah yeah no honestly you got beautiful color in your beer you really do it's 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 awesome. They, it, I love it. You guys are doing great Thanks, stuff. Man. Thanks, oh, of course, man. Can I actually man. check out that one right there, Dan? That dark one in the middle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried. I just wanted to sip on it while we were talking. Yeah, go for yeah. it. It's been, it's been a little while since yeah. we tried it. That's, uh, that's probably the beer we've been the most excited about in a while. It's uh, one we're really... Un, un, it's going to be an unfortunately small amount of, uh, of bottles 
But two um, barrels that I saw was it two or yeah there um, are two rye two rye there are yeah. two but there's there's a good chance they're going to be separate okay separate releases yeah, okay. they're not exactly the same beer at one point we had tensions of blending them but then the, the barrels taught us otherwise there you go yeah we got a they do that yep we got to a point it's like nope this one doesn't need to be changed like it's it's where it's supposed to be so that's probably what we'll stick with and then we'll do some, do some fun with the other one have have a little bit different beer and and probably another bottle release from that so is there a beer you guys are dying to make right now is there one like oh shit i mean trust me i know you write down notes all day every day but is there one right now that you're like you know we have to make how do we make when can we make um man the only time a double ipa we still haven't done a double ipa <laughs> no shit really yeah no no yeah you've got the new england have you done uh you done the new england's yet yeah we've done a few of those yeah uh, ha- yeah those are those are there yeah they're cool um i <laughs> drum i'm not a i do too yeah, i do i do a, i'm not a bitter ipa guy i mean i can appreciate one i've had a few that i it do took, really love took me a while to get an ipa is it really yeah, yeah i had a phase and i've kind of gotten back away from but the uh you know and i always i always don't even want to call northeast ipas ipas it's like the bitters to me is kind of a defining factor i agree it. it's because yeah. you got the appearance of it and i get it um, I feel with the greetings from Opalesia, we basically, I feel like we made a hazy, we did, we made a hazy as fuck pale ale. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. I was really proud of what Horace and I and Mike did. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. And I think I see you do have a New England Citra. <laughs> I love that it's Citra. Yeah. Is that what I'm getting? No, that one, okay. I'll switch it out, but that's, no. the, that's the hot progression. Okay. Oh, that smells good. I love Galaxy. Love it. Yeah, that's one of my favorites too. Mm. That's so, true. I haven't had an IPA here yet. Yeah, yeah, we didn't, we didn't play those. Oh, that's ago. refreshing. So yeah, Galaxy Citra Motueka hops. One percent. It's uh, mm. it's got it's got a pretty good haziness to it, and that's just oh, yeah, a, mostly from a, a lot of uh, a lot of dry hops. Um, that beer and a couple of the other ones, you're just over the top with the dry hops, looking for that mm-hmm. for that pop of flavor and aroma. That aroma is um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, this is excellent, man. I didn't. Get a cold, get a cold, because this is refreshing as shit. It's yeah. good, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the other one that Joe's mm-hmm. just the new K on the Citrus Shocker, I think, is even a little bit better than that, but more of a pale ale and a little bit lower in ABV. Um, yeah, because that Citra, yeah, the Citrus Shocker, four point eight. That's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. So, all right, Joe, you want to say goodbye? He's working. He's like, the kid always finds something to do. Right can't stop himself <laughs> it's like, yeah it's like, he's like i could get this in time but uh yeah no you guys have been amazing this has been awesome um i mean obviously you guys have a name you have a reputation i've heard it even where i work people is it, is in the a store good one or a bad one? it's like, an Those amazing one no it's uh if the shitty is the new term for 2018 i was like that's the, that's the shit but now we're putting the <laughs> shitty in yeah. there then you guys are those guys are shitty as fuck yeah, it's shitty as fuck <laughs> yeah. that's it I am hashtagging shitty as fuck. <laughs> the one dude's got <laughs> face herpes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he gave to Quain before they even met. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh. But then, uh, actually, I, I think uh, I, got the, I got the Bell's Palsy first. I, I'm almost two decades into the Bell's Palsy. Well, no, I mean, you know, and then I can't say I gave it to you. I want to take credit. I want to put it out there. I'm going to blame, really I'm gonna blame you her- anyways. Yeah. Is it really face herpes? That's I- what the doctor told me. He said yeah. face- facial nerve herpes. Yeah. I said, sweet, I got that going for me. Yeah, yeah it's like, how? How? I mean, well, go fuck my face, I guess. <laughs> so uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Um, this has been fun. Uh, I'm wondering how to 
get to Hidden Springs? Probably not. I love you, Josh. Love you, Austin. Ian, everybody there. Um, maybe I will. Maybe I'll stop by. What time is it? Fuck those guys. Get Fuck those guys. Get the spirit off ready. <laughs> but uh, I know. It, it probably, I did not say a word. Once we started our own group, I was like, yes. I was like, they will never find out I'm fucking here anyway. I was like, that's awesome. Because in the middle of an interview at 8-1 Bay, I get a text from uh, Josh. A little birdie told me you're in town. I'm like... <laughs> Shit. And I was like, that's why I kept my phone in my pocket, not looking at it as my watch is trying to tell me. So, guys, thank you. Uh, I'll be back. You thank know, thank be back, you, man. So. Appreciate awesome. It. Awesome. Awesome. Welcome back. <laughs> How was that trip? Oh, my God, Queen. They, like, 36 hours in Indiana. <laughs> Sounds like a fun little fast-paced film. Uh... So the Children's Museum of Indianapolis, I told you it's where we were going, mm-hmm. is one of the best, most astounding places I've ever been. And it's not... Awesome. It's obviously, you know, Children's Museum is in the title, but you don't have to be a child to go there. Obviously. Uh, it's like giant building that's only getting bigger, like four floors in a basement kind of thing. Uh, the number of exhibits, the number of everything, and how detailed and amazing everything is like so for example uh it's in indianapolis they have a lot of like indiana pride so gus grissom first american in space from indiana he was yeah the liberty he flew the liberty bell seven up into outer space came back down and funny thing this actually ties back into florida the liberty bell you know liberty bell seven came down crashed into the ocean as you know these things did back then they go, they send the helicopters in to retrieve him. Everything's going fine. And then all of a sudden the door, like the hatch opens a little too early without warning, starts filling with water. They, uh, with the choppers, get him and they get Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell's getting uh, filled with water. So it's pulling the chopper down at the last second. It's like, okay, we need to either cut this cable or everyone's going down. So yeah. they do. And it's off the, the coast of Florida down there at the bottom of the ocean for 30 years until some people found it because back then they didn't have the technology to go diving and stuff to find it yeah so they found it they pulled it up and we're in this planetarium thing watching these the this footage and right in front of us is the capsule that's awesome liberty bell seven like you know he's an american hero and he's from there so it's actually in front of us it is from like as far away as you and i are right now it mind blowing, and the the other thing that I, I do have to very quickly talk about uh, uh, an exhibit they have there is called the Power of Children, and it's they focus on three children uh, in history, one being Anne Frank, okay, one being Ruby Bridges, uh, you might uh, know her from the Ro- Norman Rockwell mm-hmm. painting, and now she was the the child, that yeah, this, the young one on the right side, yep. looking up. yeah, yeah, African American yeah. child, yeah. Uh, first. Uh, year of integration and stuff she went through and then ryan white uh who was in the 80s and early 90s um he was a hemophiliac he was in the eighth grade and from the hemophiliac medicine he was taking he contracted aids Mm -hmm. and one episode that we did and i apologize i want to say it's the escape episode Mm -hmm. if you go back to that episode we talk about ryan white in that episode yeah in the subject of uh the the music video for gone too soon Mm -hmm. by michael jackson yep and ryan white's actually he was from indiana so one of the things that's in there's a lot of authentic and real things in these exhibits 
and they have his entire bedroom there. Holy shit. Because when his mom moved, uh, you know, they, she contacted them and like, his bedroom is exactly how it was. I haven't touched it. So they took pictures and everything and painstakingly, his bedroom is in the museum. And seeing this exhibit, there are literally just boxes of tissues everywhere. Because you walk through this thing and you are going to break Cry. it. Yeah, it is, yeah. it is, yeah. it is fantastic. It is amazing. This trip, you know, literally thirty six hours. Yeah. And we, it's, it's. I cannot say enough good things about it. I'm so happy to be back. Uh, how was Arcane? Okay. <laughs> so, um, it was a good drive. It was a really good drive. Um, thought I was going to be able to come back and see Hidden Springs again for one more stop to say hello, but. Uh, um, it was just a day. It was a day there. As you know, we get to the, the brewery. Uh, got to shoot the shit for a while. These guys are awesome. Love them. Uh, Joe and Dan are, they are a, they, they are running the show. Uh, their beers, since it was my first time having them, shocking how good they are. Like, I was like, good, you guys. I want to know more. And in this next year, since it's only the two of them, I feel just like, and there, I mean, there are people that work there, obviously, you know, we talk about in the episode and in the interview, but it just really comes down to them building it. And, and, you know, and I just feel that these guys have so much good stuff. Uh, we are drinking that shake with your mama guava. Mm-hmm. And this is hazy, fruity craziness. I love this. This is fan- This is yeah. like Cuban pastry good. They, they yeah, they sent, f- they sent me home with it. And I was like, don't mind if you do. Like, yeah. this is great. Um, I am from it- South Florida and... This mm-hmm. this reminds me of home. Yeah, 18 I'm, years I'm, later, I still have a 305 area code in my phone number. You do. Yeah. I know. Yeah, my phone I, number's old enough to vote. I lost. Uh, I lost that when I. I guess when I just left. I don't know. I still remember my first ever phone number. 305. Oh yeah, same. Yeah, 305 Let's go call them. Yeah. <laughs> so it was great though. These guys are great. Uh, I appreciate everything. Um, it's just really laid back. The artwork's great. The bar is freaking awesome. Like their bar top is awesome. Uh, I thank you guys. And I'm really excited for your bottle release that just happened. So that was awesome. I hope it was awesome. Uh, good guys. Really good guys. Amazing guys. Um, proud of them really proud of them and uh we'll do our what i say ryan colehouse uh you are part of the team so don't think i forgot you and a huge thank you to you keep doing what you're doing and uh, i'm glad you're helping those guys out so uh they're good guys uh any beer while you were up there yes actually uh so we're like i said we're staying um at uh our friend anna's uh family's house and after our first day at the museum we so we got off the plane went to the museum then went out to dinner and she was like, oh yeah, we're going to this place. Um, it's called Four Day Rays. We're like, okay. I'm thinking, you know, I hear that. I, I'm thinking barbecue. I thought something. barbecue right yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we, we punch it in the GPS, we go there. Beautiful place. And it's actually Four Day Ray Brewing. It's the full name. And I was like, okay. She took us to a brewery. This nice. is awesome. I like that. And, you know, one side is this, you know, the restaurant, and then you on the other side is a set of double doors. You go into the actual brewery proper. But you can get the beer on both sides, obviously. And I had the... I wanted to start off with some of the seasonal stuff they were doing, because if you can get some beers year-round, that's great. But I really wanted to sort of try. It's like, oh, what, what can't I get again? So I had the International Arrival Pale Ale. It was great. Like... For a uh, winter seasonal, it was number one a pale ale and two like citrusy. And I was like, okay, yeah, right up my alley. 
Uh, this is what I'm drinking right now. And then I had the Diamond Cracker Black IPA, which was so malty. Like, it wasn't, like, singe your nose hair off smoke. It was yeah. like, oh, wow, okay, and awesome. And so on our way out, I wanted to go, because we were sitting in the restaurant for dinner, I wanted to walk around to the brewery and, and see what I could sort of buy to take home. And I uh, met a very, very nice gentleman named E.B. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, E.B. And he... Which, you're saying hello to him. Yeah. And he lives in, in, in Indianapolis. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. Yeah. So why are you saying hello to him? So I walked in <laughs> uh, to the brewery. He was behind the bar. And I said, here's what I had. Uh, I had the International Rival. I had the Diamond Cracker. Uh, my girlfriend, Laura, she had your, uh, your IPA and... It was uh, sort of a, it was a West Coast IPA. She had the track jumper, and I said, "So we had we've had those, but we're going back, you know, to the house tonight. What should I take with me?" Uh, I said, "I'm I'm only here for tonight from Orlando, from Florida, and I actually, you know, I am you know the the co-host and co-producer of a, a beer podcast down there. So I'm like really really excited right now that this happened to happen." And he's like, "Oh, what?" Yeah, totally. Can help you out. What's the what's the name of your your show? And I said, "What ails you?" And he goes, "Get out." It's so funny. I was like, "But it's but it's snowing outside." <laughs> and he's like, "No, I I I listen to what ails you." I was like, "That's awesome." Really? He goes, "Yeah, hold on." And he poured me some things, and I it was absolutely amazing. I got to try the Hobo Number no. Four IPA that I now see on their website is has been released because they've done it's the number four in their their hobo series this was an ipa with ginger and mustard seed and he this wonderful wonderful guy he i learned it i sort of craned my head and looked around he got it out of the bright tank that's awesome it it wasn't even on tap yet it was fantastic uh he sent me home with these koozies that I'm looking at right now. I love it. You know, FDR for short says the new deal. That's awesome. Love that. Yeah. So, uh, going to send you some presents, man. I yeah, want to just, should. uh, we give you a shot on the show and, and say, thank you. Thank you so much. The fact that I go to Indiana for this 36 hour trip and I run into one of our listeners and who is at a really great brewery. This is yeah. so much kismet. I, I can't, it's wonderful. So thank yeah. you. Thank you. Had to, had to say thank you. I love it, man. Um, so I think all around it was, it's been a good 48 hours, even yeah. though I have, uh, a paralyzed face, but, um, getting better guys, trust me, things are going to get better. Um, just need to breathe and, uh, take mm-hmm. it easy. But, um, it's been, it's been crazy. As long as I'm not drooling the beer out, um, it should be good. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, it's been a good week. We are going to probably, the next thing we do is probably going to be a beer side. So I think we should do that. Absolutely. But um, yeah, we have some episodes lined up. Uh, we'll just take it from there. Uh, huge thank you to Sad Myth. Uh, thank you for the music, the editing, everything that you do. Jillian, more shirts have been made. So thank you. Uh, some artwork's getting done. And then uh, working on the Record Store Day shirt already mm-hmm. for 2018. Uh, I was in a meeting with uh, two breweries that are working together. Obviously, we'll be back at 1010 this year for April 21st, 2018 for Record Store Day. But another uh, brewery is going to be collabing with them as Central. 28 did last year this year's theme is awesome 
The band we're using is awesome, and we're gonna be doing a, a little documentary with that. So you guys will be able to see how they're making the beer with that and uh, leading all the way up to April 21st. All right, Shankly's pissing uh, crazy over there. He's not happy. So Shankly, you all right? All right, guys, we'll see you next week. All right, see you.